Today we celebrate the feast day of St. Joseph, and St. Joseph is almost definitely the second greatest saint that we have in our church's history and the history of Christianity. Uh, St. Joseph is second only to the Blessed Virgin Mary. St. Joseph is such a great saint that he is the universal saint, excuse me, the universal patron of the entire Catholic Church. Um, he was the one in charge with taking care of the Holy Family, uh, the Blessed Virgin Mary, and Jesus uh, as Jesus was coming to age. And so um, the church in her wisdom has also given him charge and asked him to take care of, of itself, of, of, the, of the church as a whole. And that's, that's, that's very good. And that's very fortunate for us as a church. And we should be praying to St. Joseph uh, constantly and, and, uh, and very often, especially for spiritual protection. Um, the reason St. Joseph is such a great protector is because, or one of the reasons I should say, is because of his humility and his complete and utter trust in God. Um, he's a really good example, I think, nowadays, because we are a people of anxiety as moderns. Uh, I think there is a strong correlation between the increased anxiety that, that we find ourselves in in the modern world um, these statistics, which I've, I've, I've given many times and won't do so here, um, we've grown as a society in an anxiety in a massive way, um, particularly over the, this, this past five to 10 years, but even over the, the course of the past 25 years, we've just become more and more anxious. Um, human being, or as, as people are polled, they, they constantly say that they're more anxious than they were this time last year, um, which is also very interesting. And so we find ourselves very anxious today. Um, and St. Joseph is an example of somebody who found himself in very anxiety-provoking situations, um, but did not allow anxiety to take over his life. And now, of course, I don't want to completely... Um, completely say that anxiety is a, is a result of um, of our relationship or lack of relationship with God, and that it's in some way proportional to how how close we are with God. But it is definitely a massive contributing factor in I think society's increasing anxiety is that we have walked away from God. We don't have a relationship with God. I think just kind of an easy exercise to to um, to kind of point this out is the fact that um, you know if if you see the world and you see existence as a set of random events that takes place and that you find yourself in, um, there is a type of loneliness there, um, a loneliness that that says. Um, I have to be in control of, of all these different aspects of my life. I got to hold everything together. Um, I, I'm a little bit more afraid of every little event or every little thing that pops up because I don't believe that um, there is a, some kind of plan to my life or that there is, for all intensive purposes, a, a supreme being out there who is 
walking with me and guiding me and, um, and, and someone that I can kind of throw myself at. Um, and so if everything's just a random set of circumstances, and this is society as a whole is made up of probably at this point, um, more practical atheism than um, practical believers. And that was a term John Paul II used to use to describe um, even when people say they believe in God, if they live as though God does not exist, he would call that practical atheism. And so you contrast that mindset of, of feeling as though life is just a set of circumstances that I find myself in and I just kind of have to I have to operate with as much control over these various circumstances as possible in order to um, obtain success. Well, that contrasted with the person of faith, like St. Joseph, the person of faith who trusts in God's plan for them um, is, is completely different. Um, you know, this conception of God that was promoted by the popular atheists when I was in college um, I think of somebody like um, Richard Dawkins, who said that God was a, uh, a, a flaunt. He said that to believe in God was as, is as ridiculous as believing in a flying spaghetti monster, an invisible flying spaghetti monster, that it's equivocal to believe that God exists, if, to believe that uh, a flying invisible spaghetti monster exists. Um, that you must be so dumb and so stupid um, that you would eat that it because uh, to believe in God um, as as you would be to believe in in that creature existing, and so um, this of course has never been nor um, even in Judaism, but for Christianity it's never been our belief that God is uh, this this kind of invisible old man or this invisible being who kind of controls from outer space or the far distances of the universe um, or in the sky or however you want to put it, um, the various circumstances of life and he kind of intervenes and you know does all these things. Our conception of God as Christians has always been from the very beginning, just read John's gospel um, or, or Paul's letters, um, or frankly, the book of Exodus. Um, our conception of God has always been that God is the foundation of reality itself. God is to be itself. We remember Moses with the burning bush and God's answer to Moses as to what is your name? What should I tell the people your name is? I am who am. That is, I am to be itself. God is the basis and the foundation of all reality. God is to be itself. God is to be. We uh, use the Latin term ipsum esse. Father Bishop Barron uh, used to just pound that into our heads at the seminary. Um, God is the foundation of reality. And so if the foundation of reality, who is also a person, and, and a person who wants to be in a relationship with us, because you can have relationships with persons, and God is a person, God is three persons, and that God is in relationship with you, you are in relationship with the foundation of reality, well, life looks a lot different, and you don't have to be anxious about every little thing, nor do you need to have an existential anxiety 
about your life and everything having to fall into place because you can lean into, as St. Joseph did, um, in these extreme situations like St. Joseph was in, like having one of the most powerful human beings in the, in the empire um, trying to kill your, your family, trying to kill your, your, your adopted son, um, we can find ourselves in these situations and, and, and really not die um, or fall apart in the anxiety of these situations because we have a personal relationship with the foundation of reality and he has our back and um, he's never going to allow something to happen to us that, um, that, is, out, that, that um, is outside of his control. Um, because he is omnipresent and omnipotent. He is present everywhere in all things because he is to be itself. And he is omnipotent and he is all-powerful. If he, if he decides that he wants to intervene in our lives and control the trajectory of our lives and help um, set a path for us, which he does, um, he will. And we can have confidence in him as we build that relationship with him. And um, we should not expect to um, not be anxious if we don't have a relationship with God. Um, it's possible that we will not be anxious if we don't have a relationship with God, but our anxiety will be provoked um, and inflamed um, at, at various points in our lives if we do not have this deep abiding relationship with God. And the way that our relationship with God is built is the same way that our relationship with other, other persons are, is built, are built. And that is we build them slowly. Um, we should not expect to have complete and utter trust in God um, if we've just begun a relationship with God or if we're just kind of getting into our faith um, and building that relationship. Um, we we need to build it. And the way that we build our relationship with God is in the life of prayer. And it's at, it's, if we're, it, and it's at Sunday Mass and the reception of the sacraments. The sacrament of confession is tremendously important. Um, and, and receiving the Eucharist, receiving God himself in that intimate way at the Mass and in our participation and our worship at the Mass um, these are ways that we build this relationship with God over time. And that eventually helps us to let go of a lot of our anxiety um, and, and, and God willing, all of it. And to, to hand over our lives to God in a way that is trusting, like St. Joseph. We're still going to have difficulties. We're still going to suffer. We're still going to be tempted with anxiety. Um, but, but, but Jesus does not want us to be anxious. He actually says that explicitly. He says, do not be anxious. Jesus, we ask you to help us to trust like St. Joseph uh, trusted in God the Father. Help us to trust in divine providence. Help us to trust that you have our best interest at hand. Help us to really grow in relationship with every member of the Holy Trinity the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Please help us um, if we feel stuck um, in any way in our lives right now, if we're feeling overburdened with various stresses and the heaviness that life sometimes does present, um, the anxiety-inducing uh, things that life 
presents. Help us to just hand those things over and teach us how to trust. Teach us what faith looks like and teach us what relationship looks like. We ask all these things through your holy name, Lord Jesus. Amen. St. Joseph, pray for us. Blessed Virgin Mary, pray for us. Amen.